This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending March 4th of 2023, the Fed Chief's testimony before Congress, along with a forecast on home prices and what national rent growth is doing for single-family homes and multifamily. I'm Kathy Fedke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We begin with comments from Fed Chief Jerome Powell about the central bank's fight against inflation. He spoke before the Senate Banking Committee and the House Financial Services Committee on March 7th and 8th. Bloomberg reports that he softened his tone slightly on the second day, saying that Fed officials will wait for new data on jobs and inflation before they decide on the size of a rate hike when they meet later this month. He did say that rates will likely go higher than previously anticipated, but that depends on the new data and whether it indicates that the economy is still running hot. Recent economic data shows strong job growth and inflation that seems to be ticking higher instead of lower. But the Fed will be getting February reports on jobs, inflation, and retail sales before the Fed's next meeting on March 21st and 22nd. Those reports will have a strong influence on the central bank's next move. Short-term rates are currently running between 4.5 and 4 and 3 quarters percent. The Fed had penciled in a target rate of 5 and 5 and a quarter percent. So you can expect they are going to raise rates a bit. The weekly jobless report shows that initial unemployment claims were down again for the seventh week in a row. They've been holding steady below 200,000, which is a near historic low. Last week, there were 192,000 new jobless claims. Continuing claims also dropped. They were down 5,000 to 1.6 million. And this is not what the Fed wants to hear. They want to see more job losses. I know it sounds like opposite world, but that's how they plan to tame inflation, is by killing jobs. Pending home sales bumped higher in January. The National Association of Realtors says that contract signings for existing homes rose 8.1%. That's a big bump, and the highest since June of 2020. That follows a pullback in home sales as mortgage rates pushed higher, and then came back down slightly. Unfortunately, they've been rising again, so we may see a new lull in home sales. NAR expects an 11% drop in existing home sales for 2023. But remember, mortgage rates do follow inflation. So if we start to see inflation decline, we'll probably see mortgage rates decline again. Construction spending was down slightly in January. The government says it dropped 0.1%. Spending is up overall at 5.7% for the past year. As for single-family construction, it was down 1.7% in January. Mortgage rates continue to move higher, as I mentioned. They do follow inflation numbers. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was up 15 basis points last week to 6.65%. The 15-year was up 13 points to 5.8%. The Mortgage News Daily has the average pegged at 7% for the 30-year. The Daily COO, Matthew Graham, says rates continue to move at the suggestion of economic data, and the data hasn't been friendly for rates. This is scary considering this week's data is insignificant compared to several upcoming reports, unquote. Now remember, this is kind of opposite world where good news is bad news because the stronger the economy is, the more likely the Fed is to raise rates. In other news-making headlines, as mortgage rates hover in the 7% range, home prices will likely head lower in the coming months. According to Redfin, the typical U.S. home sold for over $350,000 in February. 
That's down 0.6% from the previous year, and the first-time prices have fallen since February of 2012. But that's not making homes more affordable. The typical mortgage payment has hit a record high of $2,520. Redfin's Deputy Chief Economist Taylor Marr says, Mortgage rates rising to the 7% range was the straw that broke the camel's back, dampening home buyer demand and leading to sellers asking less for their homes. He expects prices to come down a bit more in the months ahead, but then he says, first-time home buyers hoping to score a major deal this year are likely out of luck because so few homeowners are listing their homes for sale. When it comes to affordability, Redfin says that just one in five home listings were affordable last year. That's down from two in five in 2021. Multifamily rent growth did a U-turn in February with the first positive number in several months. Apartmentlist.com reports that after months of decline, it was up by 0.3% in February to a year-over-year increase of 3%. The research team says it's following a seasonal trend and shows that rental demand is rebounding. Single-family rent growth dropped by about 50% in December. But the latest report from CoreLogic shows that the annual rate of rent growth for single-family homes is 6.4%, so still up. The report says that the average rent for a detached rental home has gone up about $300 a month over the past two years, and that markets in Florida, including Orlando and Miami, have posted the highest gains. Well, that's it for today. Check the show notes for links, and remember to hit that subscribe button and leave a review. We really appreciate it. You can also join Real Wealth for free at newsforinvestors.com. That's newsforinvestors.com. You'll get access to hundreds of free educational webinars on how to save taxes, how to get solid asset protection, and how to find teams across the country who specialize in helping you find investment properties with property management in place. Once you become a member and it's free, you'll have full access to the site. Again, that includes market data, property teams, investment counseling, and a list of property tours that Real Wealth is offering over the next few months. I'm Kathy Fedke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.